What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at realbuzztakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash realbuzztakes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. Coming up, we've got Cannabis Keenan back in studio. Rob discusses what he hates about Christmas advertising, and we discuss the movie Machete Kills. Run the theme. If you want a movie review, look no further than these dudes. You got real buzz, Rob, on the mic. You got Cannabis Keenan, he's all right. Caitlin is giving all she can give, and Calvin doesn't even know where he is. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz 2. I'm Real Buzz Rob. Now you're telling me that you were so ingrained with white trash DNA that your facial hair actually grows in on its own, all white trashy like that? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You could have used that for me. I got all yeah, the patches I know. and spirals. I, I kind of wish I would have switched stars now, but I got one for you, too. And to my left, we have <laughs> Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Campbell, a.k.a. Cannabis Keenan, a.k.a. Keenan the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson. You like to see homos naked? That's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. cool, man. I don't I like to see homos naked. That don't help me none. No, no. Home is where you make it. Home oh, and where you make it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Uh, I, I, let me say for this week and now for something completely different. This is this movie's like the polar opposite of last week's movie with Nolan Die. Yes, uh, very. Th- there's no art house appeal to this film. Yeah. That's for sure. More more dead bodies in the first thirty seconds of this one than the entire film. Keenan, I actually had some grievances I wanted to air before we dive into Machete today. Um, so uh, as you know, it's the holiday season, and during the holiday season, we watch well, a lot of football. Right? There's football on all the time. Silver bells. Yes. Silver bells. We're watching football. It's Christmas. So I, you, I watch the same eleven commercials on Sundays mm-hmm. probably thirty times. Yep. And one of them, th- what's this? What is this trend? I've seen it my entire life, and I just don't understand that there are, are a group of people in this world. But this, let me let me restart. <laughs> Already getting flustered. Rage and Rob, it's holiday edition. Car companies spend enough, so much money on advertising that spouses should, or you should buy a car as a gift for someone. Like a spouse, yeah. surprise your spouse with a new Chevy Blazer. And my thought is, <laughs> A, who the fuck is buying someone a car for Christmas? Maybe 0.02% of people. Who can afford to do that? Like, hey, here's, and you know, number two, if they're spouses, what the fuck kind of spouse goes out and spends $50,000 in a car and is like, Merry Christmas, I did not consult you about this at all. Or, uh, or yeah, now you're locked into paying a three-year lease. Mm. Have fun with that one. Hey, zero down, and it's only 5.5 APR. Merry Christmas, you fuck. I, the, the one specifically that I hate, and I'm sure that you've seen it, is the one where the guy buys a his and hers. Oh, yeah. And he buys a truck for himself and, like, a fucking minivan or some shit for her. And she runs up to the truck and it's like, I love it. And he's like, well, no, that's my. And she's I love it. Well, and she, So he, he just takes the minivan. Like, no, bitch, I bought these cars. He doubled down. And I would say conservatively on those two cars spent $100,000. 
Yeah, the Dodge. Buy your wife a uh, Challenger. Dude, all I know is if if I bought my ex wife a car. Well, now she'd probably be cool with it since we're not married. But, uh, <laughs> she'd be like, why the if, fuck are you buying me a car, If Rob? I just showed up with a car on Christmas, she'd be like, the fuck are you doing? Where did you get this money? I'd be like, I don't know. I didn't think you'd mind. Like, this is, it's just not a responsible way to have a relationship with someone. She'd be like, hey, I just, you'd go, I'm not going to consult you before I make a $60,000 purchase. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, if they're buying them like a Civic or some shit. You know. Yeah, but in these commercials, they're always big. It's like Lexus. Lexus yeah, they always get them the real Lexus, nice shit. Lexus, December to remember, or whatever the shit is. <laughs> yeah, that is it. Yeah. I saw a funny... Who's I, buying a Lexus for someone for Christmas? Uh, a lot of people are buying a Lexa for uh, people for Christmas. Couldn't afford Amazon a car, decade, so she you know. named her daughter Lexus. Yeah. Um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Something about the holidays. I don't, oh, yeah, I saw something, a tweet the other day that said, uh, I'm really trying to celebrate Toyotathon, and people keep coming in here with their happy Honda Days bullshit <laughs> or something like that. It's like it's all just so fucking commercialized with car commercials and all what? that shit. I don't. I, I need to see some ROI info on this because it, it happens every year. They spend a ton of money marketing car commercials during Christmas, but no one buys a car for someone for Christmas. So I don't understand why they spend so much money on it. Truth be told, I don't think people buy a car based off of a fucking commercial at all. I think people who buy cars do a lot of research. They test drive it. And I never know what I'm going to get before. I have a, a kind of an idea, and it's not like an ad. It's like, I want that thing. No, it's like I have to do some actual research and figure out what's reliable, what's good. It, it, I don't get any of that from a car commercial. Yeah, no, and let me tell you, even if you do buy somebody a car, like, you better have gone and looked at that car with them and know that they want that car. Because for my 21st birthday, I got gifted a fucking car, let me tell you. Oh, and wow. it was a gold fucking PT Cruiser. Ooh. So, I mean, maybe consult the person that you're buying the car for before you buy it for him. Not to say... You know that I wasn't happy to have a car because mine literally had broken down that morning. It's better than no car. It was better than the protege I was driving. <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, gold PT Cruiser. And it broke down like eight months later. Can we talk about this? Why don't we do this? They should. You know at the end of commercials for lawyers were like, an advertisement shouldn't be the only thing you make your choice on when you choose a lawyer. Like you should probably yeah. say at the end of car commercials too. Like you shouldn't make a choice on this car based solely on this ad because yeah. the choice of a lawyer is a point decision and shouldn't be based solely upon advertising. Exactly. Yeah. They should they should put that same thing at the end of car commercials because it is an important choice. Yeah, it is, and absolutely do your and research. Fucking a. Uh, the second thing I noticed, th I actually like this. Um, <laughs> oh, we're still going with the holiday. no, no, no. yeah, holidays. Happy so, holidays. You know this whole Elf on the Shelf craze that's happening right now. Yeah. So I think the Jews felt left out. So they're doing their own thing now. It's called a mensch on a bench. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That's and it's not fucking a thing. hilarious. What what what's a mensch on a bench? You know what a mensch is? Oh, he's a real mensch. It's like a it's Jewish. It's like a, a curmudgeon? No, no, it's like a mensch. It's like, oh, it's a good dude. It's like oh, if you if you got me out of a tough spot, oh, you're a mensch. You've never heard mensch used before? <laughs> no. You have to look this up. I mean, I've heard the term mensch, but I, I, I mean I didn't never knew what it meant. Mensch on a bench. Okay. Okay. I, I, I thought that was hilarious. I'll take it. I mean, I saw that Hanukkah just started, so, you know, good for them. It's Chanukah. Yeah. Um, Happy Hanukkah to you and yours. Whenever right. you're celebrating these holidays, we hope you're having them real buzz. Happy Christmas Kwanzaa Hanukkah. Yeah, and Christmas stay Kwanzaa. real buzz through the season, but don't drive. Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa. That's what it was. Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa. Yeah. That covers the bases. It does. All right. We'll get into it now. Sorry, I just wanted to list my... I just... Once you watch a commercial 17 times on the same Sunday, it doesn't matter how drunk you are during the football game, you still get kind of pissed off. Yeah, and and if you're watching a full day of football, watching the commercials, you do see the same five or six ones every single Dude, fucking time. We're in the dog day afternoon of fucking the season, man. It's it's going to be like another month from now, you're going to be like, no football, wish we had some football. You know what's funny is that... Uh, Trying to enjoy it while it lasts. I noticed that Peyton Manning is still weaseling his way into commercials. 
He's on one with uh, yeah. Mark Ingram or somebody now. I can't remember who he's with. I mean, the, he's a marketable dude. Yeah, I know. And he's, you know, he's still got his Peytonville. But you remember when he was playing, you could watch a commercial break in the, on a Sunday and every commercial might have Peyton Manning in it. I mean, it, it, might, it was a legitimate shot. That's kind of Patrick Mahomes now, though. He's Yeah, well, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and I'm good with it, too. I'm yeah. sure the people in fucking India loved it. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, welcome to Real Buzz Takes. Uh, the movie we are reviewing today is Machete Kills. Release date was October 11, 2013. Directed by Robert Rodriguez. Before this, Mr. Rodriguez is known for Desperado. Desperado. That Anthony Banderas, Selma Hayek flick. Anthony Banderas. Did I say Anthony? Yeah. Antonio Banderas. Antonio ah, I'm Banderas. Sure. Like white fucking crack. He's like, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, Anthony Banders. <laughs> Anthony Banders. Banders? Banders. Stand up. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, The Faculty, which I didn't realize that Josh Hartnett uh, sci-fi The Teachers Are Aliens movie. I never saw it. Oh, well, you know, it's it's not great. Okay. Spy Kids, the whole, every Spy Kids, there's four of them. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, Spy Kids, huh? Spy Kids. Once yeah. Upon a Time in Mexico, which is the sequel to Desperado. Yep, I've seen that one. I never saw Desperado. The one with Johnny Depp? Yeah, he gets his eyes cut out or some shit. Ridiculous. Yeah. Sin City, Planet Terror, and then Machete. After this, known for Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, he directed that, as well as Elita Battle Angel, had no interest. Yeah, I didn't either. I never saw it. I knew Christoph Waltz was in it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then the rest, I'm like, what the fuck is this movie about? A lot of his movies that you just mentioned, that's kind of how I feel about all of them. It's like, ah, oh, it's cool, but I... I mean, they're not. He's not one of my favorite directors, but I like a lot of his movies. Sin City, I think, is a, a, his best movie. Probably, I like. I like the first the one, the original. A lot. Yeah, exactly. Not a Dame to Kill for. That one sucked. Yeah, and I. I mean, these movies are fun. Uh, Evan used to watch fucking Spy Kids all the time. Yeah. Well, you know, you noticed Alexa Vega from Spy Kids was in this movie. Oh shit! That was her. All, yeah. All growed up. Yeah, for sure. All, all growed up. up. Yeah. Fuck. I know. I did not notice that was her. You didn't notice her in the assless chaps? Well, I noticed because they say in the uh, trailer at the beginning, Alexa Vega in space, and then she's in the movie as well. And yeah. uh, but I didn't put together that that was fucking the Spy Kids girl. Yeah. Jesus, man. Yeah, she grew up. She grow. She done growed up. Moving on to cast. <laughs> Just sound as creepy as we can. Yeah, it's weird because she's like 12 in those movies, but she's of age in this movie. There you go. And I think we were 12 when she was making it. She's about our age. Yeah, that's probably true. We're old, man. Yeah, I know. Danny Trejo. Tre Do you say Trejo or Trejo? Trejo. Trejo. Yeah. I, I hear people say Trejo, and I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation or not. And I don't know Danny, so I can't really call him up and ask. I feel like he's the type of guy, though, if you wrote him a letter, he might respond to you. Yeah, I agree. You he's know? like an every man's movie Yeah, he star. seems like a good guy. Well, ex-con movie star. He would Danny Trejo be a minch? I don't think minch is the correct word to ever describe Danny Trejo. <laughs> but he's a good guy. Yes. All right. But I wouldn't go with minch. I'd go with I'd go with something else. And I, I, I don't think he'd appreciate you calling him a minch either. It kind of makes him sound like a pussy. Okay. Uh, Mel Gibson is Vaz. Amber Heard is Miss San Antone. And Michelle Rodriguez as Luz. Lutz? Luz? L -U -Z. I never caught her name. Luz? Luz. That's I what I, I think it's think. Luz. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's Luz. I never heard him say it. Yeah, me either. That's why I was like, oh, I just, oh, it's Michelle Rodriguez. She has an eye patch. There she is. Oh, she's a pirate in this one. Honorable mention two. It's a long list. Sophia Vergara as Desdemona. Charlie Sheen as Mr. President. 
Lady Gaga as La Chameleon. As President Rathcock. Great name. I know. I, I was going to talk about it later, but yeah, he's President Rathcock. Yeah. Great name. A name you love. A guy you love or a, something. A like name that. you love. A guy you, a man you trust. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we had Antonio Banderas as La Chameleon 4. Walton Goggins as La Chameleon 2. Cuba Gooding Jr. as La Chameleon 3. Vanessa Hudgens as Cereza. Jessica Alba as Sartana. And then Elon Musk as himself. You didn't throw Lady Gaga in there as La Chameleon? I literally was the third person I said. Oh, wow. I wasn't paying attention. She yeah. was the first. She was La Chameleon 1? Well, I think the numbers are messed up because, no, I think Walton Goggins technically was yeah, 1. Yeah, he was like the... He was the real one, right? Yeah. I, you notice he went by Walt Goggins in this movie? I did notice that. I didn't I, like it. I didn't either. It was kind of unsettling. It was like, Walt? But this came out in what? You said 2013? Yeah, seven years ago. Yeah, so I guess... He, no, was, he was just making his ascendance. Yeah. He was just ascending. Was there a chance in a different alternate universe that he is Walt Goggins and not Walt in Goggins? Maybe. Like, I don't like that universe, man. Yeah, that would I, creep me out. He's a way worse actor, though, in that universe. Yeah. Walt Goggins. Walt Goggins. Is it, it's like, what is it? it sounds like, Walt Disney? Walt Goggins? I don't know. Yeah, the on at on the end of his name really makes a difference. Yeah, and, you know, it really kind of sets him apart from, like, Walton is such a different name than Walt, you know? Yeah, Walt Disney, you know. Walter White. Yeah, Walt. Yeah. Walton. Walton. Walt Whitman. I like Walton. Yeah, Walt, Walt, Walton. Walton Goggins. Walton. Walton get, Goggins ain't nothing to fuck with. Danny Trejo, before this known for Desperado, Heat, from Dusk Till Dawn, was also in the subsequent second and third Dusk Till Dawn movie, Anaconda, Con Air, Reindeer Games, remember Jumpy? I've never seen Reindeer Games. Weren't you on that pod with me? Pull up to the mic. Who was then? Who did Reindeer Games? I don't think we've done Reindeer Games. Oh, Reindeer Games. Yeah, I was thinking Con Air. Yes. Uh, Yeah, Reindeer Games. (laughs) My bad. Jumpy. I do remember Jumpy. Yes, yes. I was like, who the fuck did I do Reindeer Games with? No, I did do that game. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) My bad. Uh, Uh, That's a Christmas movie. Yeah, I know. We already did it. (laughs) Yeah, but go listen to that one. That was a Christmas time. Also known for Spy Kids. This, I believe Spy Kids is where this character originated. Machete. Well, I remember him being in that those movies. Like I said, Evan watched him all the fucking time. Yeah, he was Machete in those movies. Yeah, and then, I didn't know if he was Machete. I didn't remember he that. He was. But. And then I also remember when we saw, uh, if, I don't know if you saw the Grindhouse movies, like Planet Terror. And, yeah. So between those movies, they had faux trailers. And I remember and that. And this was one of them. Yes, and I then, do remember that. It was a joke. Like, oh, it's a funny joke. But then later, a few months, like they're announcing, no, we're making a Machete movie. It's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I totally watched that. And I loved the first one. Yeah, I think the first one was better than this one. Well, I, I say I loved it. I only saw it once. This is the first time I saw this, so I don't know. The first one's a better. I don't know why we didn't do the first. Well, because we should say this is on Netflix. For free on Netflix? For free on Netflix. As long as you pay for Netflix or have your roommates or it's your girlfriends. It's for free or your as long as you pay eight ninety nine a month. Yeah, first, or you are friends with somebody that hooks you up. Also in Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Anchorman, the legend. Or no, the first one. He's in the first Anchorman. Yeah. Uh, the bartender. Yeah. <laughs> The Devil's Rejects, and then Planet Terror, he made an appearance as Machete as well. All right. So he's reprised this role several times. Yeah. You, you could say he's, he's what Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man. Danny Trejo <laughs> yeah. is to Machete. There you go. To the Robert Rodriguez universe. Yes. And he does have a universe. Absolutely does. The Rodriguez, the Rodriguez-verse? The Rodriguez-verse. I like it. The Rodriguez-verse. Yes. There's absolutely a Rodriguez-verse. Yeah. Um, Mel Gibson, before this, known for the Mad Max franchise, the Lethal Weapon franchise, Maverick, Braveheart, Pocahontas, Ransom, The Patriot, What Women Want, We Were Soldiers, Signs, 
then he started getting all anti-Semitic on everyone's ass. Yeah, a ass. wildly famous breakdown. Yeah, wildly <laughs> yeah. famous breakdown where he told his wife he deserves to be blown before he gets in the hot tub. Oh, drops the N bomb and the J bomb a bunch of times. Yep, and uh, basically was fired from Hollywood for five years. What no one would touch him. Yeah, disappeared for a long time. This was one of the first times I remember. I'm like, oh shit, Mel Gibson's back. I remember he started popping up. Like uh, we had Comcast Xfinity growing up. Not oh, yeah. a plug for them at all because they kind of suck. But oh, they blow. Uh, looking through like you know movies to rent, you would start seeing some shitty fucking movies that had like one star and it yeah. was like mel gibson he's back get and it's the like, gringo yeah stuff like that yeah uh but then this i mean this had a th- theatrical release i'm sure so he it absolutely he made did. it back yeah he did make it back and he after that five-year break um after the anti-semitic rant he was in a movie in 2010 called the beaver i don't know if you remember this it's the one i've never seen it i remember the trailers he literally has a beaver puppet that he carries around and pretends it has like its own personality and he basically has you know uh, basically what cartman does with uh get the clyde frog or whatever oh okay uh, yeah for clyde what, no what's what's his fucking name? mitch mitch connor mitch connor yeah it's yeah. it so basically how cartman's fist is mitch connor this beaver puppet is some sort of character that mel gibson has come i don't know i've never seen it it looks strange but anyways okay. his first movie back okay it was an <laughs> indie film yes that's yeah that's a good way to describe the movies he was doing uh, after this, known for the expl- uh, blah, 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 the Expendables three, Daddy's Home two, Force of Nature, which just came out and I watched it, it's not great. And then uh, his newest film called Fat Man, I watched last night. Is it good? It's weird. Oh, does that have Walton Goggins in it too? It does. Yeah, he was pimping he it on plays his Instagram. A hit man. Is it good? You just said it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's weird. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's very weird. I Maybe don't, I'll watch it. I, it's worth a watch. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's a very different take on Santa. Okay. So it's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. It's a rated okay. R Christmas movie okay. where Mel Gibson plays like if Santa was uh, fucking John McClane. All right. Sort of. So a little diehard in there either. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Like, or okay, you, if Santa was Martin Riggs. If Santa was John Rambo. That might be the best one, yeah. If Santa was John Rambo. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a he's an ass kicker, huh? Yeah. Okay. You know, my dad told me. My dad loved the Mel Gibson movie Payback growing up. Love Payback. Uh, I've I've seen it once. Or well, twice. I'm thinking the conspiracy theory. I like that one more. Yeah. But Payback's not bad. Either way, he's smoking cigarettes during that entire movie, and my dad said that around that time he had read an article that Mel Gibson was smoking like three packs a day, like just constantly smoking Ugh. cigarettes. And my dad, a smoker, was like. I mean, I smoke, and I don't understand how you can physically smoke that much a day. I am a heavy smoker, and three yeah. packs a day, holy shit. You would have to be smoking non-fucking-stop. You're inhaling much. more smoke than air. Yeah. So, And you can kind of tell in his voice that he was a heavy smoker. Yeah, Probably would, still is a heavy smoker. I wonder how many packs a day Dave Chappelle goes through, because his voice has dramatically changed. Yeah, that's true. From, I'm Dave Chappelle to, oh, so I'm Dave Chappelle. Like, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's why people think he got replaced. Paul McCartney style. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's I like that conspiracy theory. I'd go yeah. down that rabbit hole on YouTube all day. Dude, the Paul McCartney one's worth going down, but then there's a lot of other people, too, that they say have been replaced. Because <laughs> if you look at Dave, what he is now and what he was like back in the, the height of Chappelle show, very different guy. And yeah. people people change. And he disappeared for years. Kind of was in Africa for yeah. like 10 years. Yeah. So maybe they were, I don't know. I, I don't subscribe to that, really, but. It's it's weird conspiracy theories to watch. I don't subscribe to it. I'm here for it, as the kids say. Yeah, you know. It's it's a weird YouTube rabbit hole that might be worth going down. Oh, yeah, man. Anyway, uh, Amber Heard. 
before this, known for the banger Never Back Down. That's that. Is that that UFC movie? Yeah. Yeah, I never Except saw it. Except it's but... not really UFC. It's like junior competition UFC that's held in like parking lots. And All it, right. It's not like really. It's like these people. And, and just to be clear, I've seen the film. They never back down. All right. Pineapple Express <laughs> and The Rum Diary, which is where she met and eventually married Johnny Depp. Yep. And now Depp is done. Canceled. Yeah, I feel like this movie keeps getting brought up, Johnny Depp, and now we got Amber Heard in here. Yeah. I make a joke about it later. We'll 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 get to She's it. She's a smoke show in this movie. She is. Oh my, my god. Goodness. This is Antonio. I, Don't be distracted by my hair, my boobs. Yeah, dude, and she's a real bitch. Like I wouldn't I I don't even care. Like she could be the worst woman in the world. I'd be like, "It's fine. She's really hot." Well, when she I'll just tell the joke now. When she makes that turn and you know, betrays him at the end. I yeah. was like, "Johnny Depp should have saw it coming." Mile away. She does seem like a real bitch. You like, know? Just in general. I, I say that knowing absolutely nothing about her, really, and just based off of her acting abilities and the role she's taken. But I think, <laughs> but you know, I say that fully knowing I have no idea, but I think she's a real fucking bitch. Well, Johnny's fighting for his innocence. He's, he's pulling the R. Kelly out there. Fighting for my life! He allegedly took six to nine ecstasy pills and then just went on a crazy rage that kind of ended up being directed towards her, and then she ended up throwing shit at him, and then it was a whole thing. Yeah, that's I, I've heard it's a whole mess. I, but you know what we're gonna do? Leave it for the lawyers and the politicians. Yep, leave it, I don't know anything. I don't know if Johnny Depp did it. I don't know if he didn't do it. I have nothing to say about it, and I have nothing to say about Amber Heard except yeah. that she's very hot, very attractive. As is Johnny Depp, if we're being honest. Yeah, I'd watch him. I, I'm just gonna be honest. Not uh, like in a creepy way <laughs> from outside their hotel. Or like you'd be a voyeur. You just like <laughs> no, watch no, him. No. But if it got released online, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I. Anyway, moving on. Uh, after this, known for Three Days to Kill, that Kevin Costner movie where he has three, th- He's three, got days, three to days to kill. Three Days to Kill. Yeah. I think I saw that one, but that sounds like a thousand other Kevin Costner movies. Yeah, no, it really is. Kevin yeah. Costner's really gotten this lane of generic movies that are unrec. You can't tell that they're undiscernible between one or the other. Him and Liam Neeses. Liam Neeses. But Liam Neeses is better at it. Yeah. Well, like Walk Among the Tombstones might as well just be Taken Seven. Or whatever it it, it was, except yeah. he plays a crazy Irish bastard in that movie. All right. <laughs> Which I guess kind of what he is. Yeah, I mean, that's just what he is in real life. Also known for Magic Mike Double XL, Justice oh. League, and Aquaman. What was she in Magic Mike Double XL? I mean, I never saw it. I didn't either. Wasn't on the list for me. She was probably some chick that goes to the bar and watches some strip. That's probably, I mean, I've never seen the film, but uh, I think I could ascertain based off of what I know about it that you're probably right. She probably kind of falls in love with one of them, maybe a will they, won't they type thing. Okay. You think it's Channing's Tatum? It, it might be Channing Tatum, but he could also have a holdover love from the first one. And or you said she wasn't in the first one, so I don't true. know. Maybe, maybe it's Joe Manging, uh, whatever. Or Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McCall him gay, yes. yes. Uh, Joe Mang. how do you say his last fucking name? Manged, uh, you remember he was in True Blood? He was a werewolf, I think. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking He's married to Sofia Vergara. Yes, he is. He, lucky man. Also very attractive. She, she's 38 in this movie. Yeah. She looks funny. like she's 20. Yeah, she's very attractive. A lot of attractive women in this movie. Yeah, oh yeah. When Michelle Rodriguez is objectively the least good-looking woman in the film, it's a pretty you're doing pretty fucking good. <laughs> you got a pretty stellar cast, and that is nothing against Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, no. Speaking of, that's a great way to segue. Michelle segue. Rodriguez. Before this, known for the Fast and the Furious franchise, Resident Evil, Blue Crush, SWAT, Avatar, Machete. And then that movie with Aaron Eckhart called Battle Los Angeles. Do you remember? It got panned by the critics. I never saw it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Michael, that came out before this? Uh-huh. Michael Payne is uh-huh. in that one, too. And we should watch it. I don't think it's good. 
Well, I get what you know. Maybe it's good. Maybe I, it's good for the podcast. I also want to give a shout out to SWAT, uh, which I'm sure I've done on this podcast before, but we should do that one sometime, maybe. Too. I would totally do SWAT. That's a great Jeremy Renner back when he had his crazy spiky yeah. early two thousands hair. Our boy Colin Farrell. I love Colin Farrell. Yeah, I love him so much. He's dude, he's probably my favorite male actor. He yeah. <laughs> Sam was giving me shit the other day. She's like, You just love Colin Farrell. And I, I do, was like, I do I don't love think Colin I do. Farrell. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, Yeah, actually I do. He's so fucking he did. all right, I so I was do. watching last night this movie on Netflix <laughs> for free called Ava. Uh, with Jessica Chastain. So I was going to say, I almost watched that just because he's in it. I, that's the only reason I watched yeah. it, because I like Jessica Chastain just fine, but then yeah. I read the synopsis, and I'm like, who's in I'm like, oh, Farrell, I'm in. Let's yeah. do it. Is Let's it watch good? this. It, uh, it's pretty good. It's like a romance, though, right? No. No. No, she's an assassin. It's an assassin movie. What? Yeah. Oh. Definitely. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, sweet. I, it looks like a romance. Yeah, yeah, it's got John Malkovich in it, who's... Uh, I love John Malkovich, John too. Malkovich is great. Yeah. I would watch it. It's... Uh, and I will say this, Colin Farrell is I I could not stop talking about how handsome that guy was in this movie. He's, I mean, yeah. He's a handsome motherfucker. He's a, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like that's like I get it if the way I feel about Amber Heard in this movie, I imagine most women feel <laughs> about Colin Farrell in any movie he's in. Yeah. Yeah, or, just, or gay dudes, badass, too. Know, you know? Yeah, like, or yeah. straight dudes who can say, hey, he's a fucking good-looking guy. That's a good-looking dude. I'm comfortable enough with myself to say that. There's a, nothing wrong with guy. just, like, it's like looking at a painting and being like, oh, that's, you know, that's that's a good-looking painting. Oh, it's got pink in it. You like pink, gay boy? It's like, no, I just think it's a, <laughs> it's, it's just a good-looking, like, I can, I can look at something and tell you whether or not I think it's symmetrical and is fun to look at. Like, I'm not saying I want to fuck it. I'm just saying it looks good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how we feel about Colin Farrell. Speaking of uh, fucking it, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, after this, known for Smurfs, The Lost Village, also in Alita Battle Angel, and then obviously she's got five more Fast and Furious movies, probably. Look, I bought a, I brought a bag of ice. So I can oh, very nice. I could have provided you with something. That's good. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, I think we can all agree that they say they're going to end the Fast and Furious franchise at 10 movies. I fuck, if that one makes a billion dollars, they're going to make another one. And it's probably going to make a billion dollars. I'm going to go see it. I'm already pot committed. I've watched eight of them. Yeah. And I mean, maybe three. They're going to space at nine. You're telling me you're going to end it in 10? Fuck yeah, that. Dude, and maybe of the eight I've seen, four were probably pretty good, and two were okay, and then two were not. Uh, yeah. But, That's fine. Yeah. But I actually, I don't know if you're putting Tokyo Drift in the bad ones. I'm putting Drift in the bad ones. If you go back and watch it, I actually enjoy it. I do have to say I haven't actually gone back and rewatched it, so I can't. I remember it from when I first saw it. When Bow Wow is the fucking like second <laughs> biggest sidekick. star in the yeah. movie, like it, that's that doesn't say a lot. I mean, Han's pretty good. Though. I do like Han. Han is fucking badass, and Han kind of really makes that movie. And DK, it's a stupid name, Drift King, but that guy's kind of cool too. That fuck DK. Yeah, that's what they call him, DK. What's the <laughs> Drift what's, King? What, fucking goddamn it! What's the and, name of the main character, Luke? Uh, well, the the actor is Luke. Fucking, oh, I can't think of what his last name is. It's Luke for sure. He's the Southern God. Talks yeah. like that. What a and weird, he bothers me. What too. a weird choice for that movie. Like you, what, what was that the first choice, or were, like everyone turned it down? It's like what? It's a Fast and Furious movie with none of the Fast and Furious characters. I'm out. Well, and then Dom shows up at the very end though. Yeah, because he was like, oh, oh, go show up for a cameo. Well, and it turns out, it, though that movie uh, takes place in, like, 2000, or, yeah, it was filmed and, like, released oh, in 2006. Oh, the timeline for Fast It and actually Furious took place fucked. in, like, 2015. Yes, <laughs> the, th that took place 10 years after it was really, like, it's insane. The timeline yeah. for that, that whole franchise is, I feel like Charlie from fucking, oh, whoops, turn that off. Whoop. 
I feel like Charlie from It's Always Sunny when he's like trying to figure out the conspiracy on the For, board. It's like here's the Fast and Furious timeline. Yeah, that door say pirate. It's ridiculous. Pepe Silva. There is no Pepe Silva. But anyway, isn't that the one uh, where he's trying to be Serpico? Uh, no, this is when they go get a job at the place for uh, health insurance. They oh, find out okay. they need health insurance, but yeah. Shout out to Sonny. Just got renewed for four more seasons. Four more? It's gonna. That'll make it uh, 18. Oh, 18 by the 20? time it's done, yeah. All right, net worth. Two chains. We'll start with Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. I, I don't know. That's a new one. Danny Trejo. I guess it's my turn to guess, isn't it? Uh, uh, there's no one else to guess, and I know the answer. So. Yeah, so I was just sitting around waiting. Uh, waiting. I'm going to say $25 million. He's worth $8 million, and I think eh. he's vastly undervalued. Yeah, I would say so. I think he's done like 400 credits, and he I mean, he was the, he headlined this film. Uh, he should be worth 10 at least. Yeah, started from uh, prison, though, and made it to, you know, starting and made Oh, yeah, I think picture, he's, so. he's made it, I mean... Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He hit one out of the park given his life circumstances where he was when he got out of prison. So, yeah. Mel Gibson. Oh. Mel's Gibson. So, this is going to be interesting. Ah. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say 50 million and I'm going to think I'm low probably. You're low. Okay. 425 million. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, he didn't lose any money from uh, all that shit, huh? No, I got to think he got points in the back end of a lot of these movies from the Mad Max and from Lethal Weapon. I mean, he is the road warrior. That's true. I mean, so many franchises. Yeah. And he's, he directs and shit like that. Oh, dude. And remember, he made that movie about Jesus's fucking crucifixion. The, oh, one, yeah. the one that made a billion dollars on Easter Sunday, which, fuck, fuck that movie. That movie is a fucking snuff film. My dad would watch The Passion of the Christ every Easter. And I'd be like, no, I'm not watching this with you again. No. I, I've seen that movie probably three times. I'd watch it like once every five years. I them. saw it once in seventh grade because I, I, I believed the hype. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see this. And it, was, it even says like true story. I'm like, eh. The best thing to come out of it was the Passion of the Jew, the South Park episode. Yeah, that uh, was funny. When Mel Gibson. Oh, no, don't torture me. Oh, yeah, my nipples. Not my nipples. That is funny. Yeah, pinch him hard. Face. Pinch him hard. Yeah, yeah he's insane. Uh, 425. Jesus Christ, man. Give some of that money to Danny Trejo. Seriously, give Trejo. And me, too. While yeah, you're at Trejo's it. You know, okay. Yeah, give me some of that money. Uh, that Mel Gibson money. He could make 425 people millionaires. He could. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, he won't, but it's kind of cool when you, when you break it down like that. Yeah, make 200 people millionaire, millionaires. You still keep most of it. Okay. Amber, you heard net worth. Oh, uh, I don't know. 17. What makes you say 17? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a good guess. Um, nine, but I, I thought nine was high. I'm like, this bitch hadn't done shit. Well, she married Johnny Johnny Depp, you know, I figured she's I trying to take some of that money. She, I, he spends $40,000 a month on wine. I don't think he's got any money. Oh, Johnny Depp's got to have some money. I don't know, man. Not uh, Maybe. I, I think he's in trouble financially. Johnny Depp. Well, that's why he went and buried all his fucking jewelry in the desert. Yeah, well. He's got, that, that's like 100 k right there. Yeah, after the Lone Ranger didn't quite pan out. God, yeah, I never saw that. It looked terrible. Um, I mean, if you want to get super PC, which I'm not a huge fan of, he definitely did, um, I don't know what we call it, red face. There was some, uh, cultural appropriation going on. Yeah. There. He's not a native American. No, he's Johnny Depp. Yeah. He's a native Kentuckian. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez. 
Uh, Rodriguez. She's she in the Fast and the Furious movies. I'm going to say 75 million. So I am surprised at this too because I'm like, I literally have the next note. Not more from the Fast franchise. She is worth 25 million. Oh. What are you going to do? I mean, what else? What, you think about the works. What else is she really prominently done that could be like a huge paying role she was big in the in the aughts in the early bush years yeah uh, she was big right know? after fast the first fast and the furious came yeah out. she was in swat a lot of a lot of shit like that but yeah. turns out those you know <laughs> those probably weren't necessarily you know you racking ever, in the dough did you ever think she was a lesbian the first time you saw her on screen <laughs> no oh no. just just me yeah i guess so okay yeah well yeah, well, she uh, well because the first time I saw her, she's getting her ass grabbed by Dom. Dom, Dom. Yeah, but hey, Dom. I think I think in real life, I do think Vin Diesel's kind of a Streisand. I don't think he's that much of a hard ass. No, but when I was fucking twelve years old watching Fast and the Furious, I definitely thought he was a hard ass. I do. De- <laughs> I used to think he was the definition of fucking cool. I was like, if I could end up being Dominic Toretto, <laughs> but then yeah, you grow up and watch those movies, and it's like, no, no, that's not. That's not it. <laughs> now he's 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 kind of now he is Groot. Yeah, he is Groot, and almost just a parody of himself at points in his films. Yeah. A family, like he's just, he's kind of reached the uh, Keanu Reeves uh, level. Where it's just I like, think Keanu Reeves Vin is Diesel. much That's better. Keanu Reeves. I, uh, Keanu Reeves is a much better. Actor. Yeah, but they're just. I don't, Acting wise, yeah, that's fine. But they're both neither of them are that great. And they're both kind of just like when you see him, you're like, fucking Vin Diesel. I'm gonna push back on this Keanu Reeves is not great thing. What please explain yourself. Why is Keanu Reeves not great? He's not great in knock knock. I mean he's great, but he's just not a fantastic actor. No one bats a thousand at movies. I'm just saying. I, 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 he's not like a fuck he's not gonna win an Oscar ever. I mean, I'm not I'm talk, trying to talk shit on I'm just saying Vin Diesel and Keanu Reeves, in my mind, have reached that same like level of cool where they're like Oh, uh, that's fucking just that's Vin Diesel. I Nothing Vin Diesel coming from. would do would surprise me. They definitely Nothing Keanu Reeves would do would surprise me. And they definitely play the same character in every movie. Yeah, it's Keanu Reeves and it's Vin Diesel. But you're I, gonna get them doing their best to try to be that character that they're being. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh so basically what you're telling me is you never thought Michelle Rodriguez was a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and in the <laughs> in summation. In summation, Michelle Rodriguez. I did not think she was a lesbian the first time I saw her. I mean, I don't know if it was the first time. I just kind of got uh, over a collection of some of her choices. I'm like, ah, maybe she's gay. Oh, well, thank uh, you. All uh, right, it's time for Specs and Deets. Yes, indeed. Runtime, hour and 46 minutes. Little chunky. Pretty long. Little chunky. They could have cut out 17 minutes to make it a sweet, been smooth a, 90. Should have been a 90-minute film. Yeah. Should not have been more than 90 minutes. Uh, budget, $20 million. Opened at eight million, grossed seventeen point five million worldwide. So oh, after a, a promising opening for the budget that they not not a great turnout. That's why they haven't made Machete in Space. Oh no, they're still making it. I looked it up. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's in development still. It's definitely still happening. Well, I hope it does. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, just to see what happens. I don't know if you get Mel Gibson to come back. I don't know if you get uh, Carlos Estevez to come back. <laughs> Carlos, that's his real name. Like yeah, he yeah. changed it to Charlie Sheen. Well, because his dad had changed it to Martin Sheen. Yeah, but he went from Carlos to Charlie. I think that's uh, isn't that? Uh... I don't know. I th- th- I guess what you're saying is Carlos to Charlie, what Robert is to Roberto. Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna guess that. Maybe we'll I don't go know. with that. But if I but if I move somewhere, I'm I don't. If I go to and I move to Mexico, I don't I don't change my name to Roberto. I'm saying it's Rob. Yeah. 
Yeah, just like wouldn't assume someone who moved from Mexico named Roberto appeared to be like, I'm Robert. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But da, 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 taglines. There was one. I'm surprised there wasn't a second one. The first one, well, the only one, was train to kill, left for dead, back for more. And I was surprised that they didn't work in justice and the law aren't always the same thing. Yeah, they should have told. That should have been a tagline. That's the tagline, I think. I think that's the tagline that they missed because they say it several times throughout the film. Yeah, it kind of uh, revives him when he's dying in the desert. You could say it's kind of like the film's heart and soul of what it's about. Justice and the law ain't always the same thing. It sounds like it totally sounds like a Sylvester Stallone writing yeah. thing. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone is the law <laughs> and justice, which aren't always the same thing. And this movie is machete. Plot keywords: Number one, bad guy wins. Which, yeah, not exactly. He gets away. He doesn't win. Like the, the, he doesn't send nu- nuclear weapons all over the world to you know bomb. The, the, so the, the world isn't blown up. So I don't think he wins. Yeah, he doesn't necessarily win. He gets away. He, it's is, like he, he wins in the sense that Doctor Evil wins at the fir- end of the first. Exact same. Exact same scenario. Yeah. Except he's not in a Burger Boy thing, but still, sa- exact <laughs> same. So he's in a SpaceX. Yeah. Which is what Elon does. That's what he, Elon's doing SpaceX now. So like this movie, we'll get into it. This movie was way ahead of its time. Well, I think he was still doing SpaceX back then. That's when he was oh. trying to develop it. And well, now like he's that. actually launched a rocket 10 yeah, years later. Yeah, now he has launched people into space. Yeah, but they had the, they called the border wall. They did call that. Yeah. yeah. Like 10 years ago, like there's someone's going to come in here and build a wall at some point. <laughs> yeah. Like, But the crazy thing about the wall is that's how ridiculous of an idea it is. It's Genesis came from a fucking stylized B-movie starring Danny Trejo. Well, and I do think there's portions of the border that already have a wall. Yeah. I already had a wall. So, yeah, but... Anyways, um, number two is movie flop. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Number three, prostitute. That checks out. Yep. Number four, Mexican. Yep. Checks out. And number five, grindhouse film. Yep. Also checks out. Yeah. All, all right. I, I'm, I'm fine with all of those. All right. And given it, uh, we have just gone through this pecs and deets. Give us your canopsis, Cannabis Keenan. Machete is a stone-cold killer who takes no shit, but after his partner or sister or something is murdered in a complicated-ass plot, it's on Machete to save the day from Mel Gibson and stop a nuclear bomb from launching in Machete Kills. So, I did have a couple of questions. Uh, Is Jessica Alba his romantic interest or just his partner? I didn't know, and I, they're I very no ambiguous idea. about it. They're very ambiguous. Yeah, I had no. I, I think just his partner, because they say at the time uh, when Mendez, he's is a little like, old for her too. Like, it's, it's, oh yeah, like, for sure. I, I see him more as a fatherly figure than like a, you know, we. That's fuck why figure. I thought they might be like siblings or something too. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got like um, mentor vibes from mentor him. mentee mentee. Yeah, because Mendez at one point's like, so where's your partner, man? Every cop's got a partner. Is she dead? Yeah. Yeah. Would shout out to Damien Bershare or however you say his name. I, he, he does a good job. I actually didn't write his name down because I didn't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, he does a good job, though. And he's good in Hateful Eight, too. Yeah, he's the guy who, who is barely recognizable. Yeah, well, he's the like crazy guy that has the bomb. He's the only, let's, be, let's be real. He's the only Mexican guy in the film. <laughs> Not, no. I mean, Danny Trejo. No, no, no. No, in fucking uh, Hateful Eight. Oh, and Hateful Eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't look like himself at all in Hateful Eight. That's yeah, what I was getting at. You said Hateful well, Eight. He's That's Bob what... the Mexican. Yes. Or Mexican Bob or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Christ. 
I see. I yeah. I, I'm with you now. Whiskey on the. You're pot. zigging and I'm zagging. We're we're you know, those cuts got to be precise. Anyway. All right. Now it's time for the real buzz rundown. We uh, go back and forth around the table, explaining what we liked or disliked about the film, what we would possibly change, uh, anything that we thought was worth mentioning. Keenan, do you want to start, and I'll sprinkle. Well, while we were talking about her, I just want to say uh, I felt like I hadn't seen Jessica Alba in forever, you know? And uh, she pops up at the beginning of this, thinks she's going to uh, be in it a lot, and then just, boom, bro, blast she, to the face. She's a billionaire now. Is she really? Yeah. A billionaire with a B? Billionaire. How so? She is an incredibly savvy businesswoman. All right. So she doesn't need to act anymore. That's why she hasn't. She's just out there cutting throats and cashing checks, huh? Breaking necks and cashing checks. That's That's the one. Yeah, no, she, she, she's worth over a billion dollars. Well, good for her. I'm happy for her. Yeah, good for her. Well, she doesn't last long in this movie, unfortunately. No one does. Most people don't. The only yeah. two, the only people who last all that long are Machete and Mel Gibson. And Michelle Rodriguez, kind of. Yeah, but she definitely has some like mortal wounds that just happen to not be mortal for some, when she gets frozen in carbonite like fucking Han Solo. Yeah, I uh, get shot in the eye. A lot of homage to Star Wars. Uh, I guess Robert Rodriguez is a Star Wars guy because they had the speeder kind of, uh, what do you call that? Oh, it's like the land speeder or yeah, whatever. It was yeah. a land speeder, but it was really just like a little cart to go around his yeah. facility in. And then they had Michelle Rodriguez frozen in carbonite as she was flipping. Everything. It was. I'm surprised uh, George Lucas didn't you know, start a lawsuit of some kind. Uh, maybe it sold by, to Disney by this point, and they were like, "Yeah, fuck it." But uh, I did you know, think with the land speeder that when they're first driving around in it, you you don't see the tires in it. Like the background looks real shitty, so it's almost like they're gonna make it seem like it's a real fucking hover thing. Yeah. And then from then on, they're just like, "Fuck it." You see the tires. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. The one thing I was surprised about, and maybe it's because I was watching in HD, the or and it could have been just the budget too. But how far? like just digital backgrounds have come in green screens in the last 10 years, because I could tell you, and I, I don't know, or maybe that was intentional too, to kind of make that B movie feel. I don't know. Maybe it was intentionally supposed to kind of look like it's shitty. Yeah. That's a tough call on that one. But I did notice that the digital backgrounds were like, Ooh, the green screens were noticeably bad, but you said it only had a budget of 20 million or Tw whatever. 20 million. So yeah, it's probably just <laughs> maybe an intentional low budget thing. They were like, let's skimp on that. It'll look funny anyway. Yeah, almost like it was a choice just yeah. to kind of go with the grindhouse theme. I'm going to go with that because I'm okay with that. I'm, I, yeah, it makes me enjoy the movie better. I think if, if I think it's an intentional like style choice, it makes me appreciate the film more, I guess. And it seems like something Robert Rodriguez would do. He really goes all into this uh, grindhouse feel, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, man, he's uh, he's like Quentin Tarantino's best friend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's probably why they did those movies together, huh? Well, yeah, because they... Uh, From Dust Till Dawn, too, yeah. Quentin wrote that, and then Rodriguez shot it, and Quentin was in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though the first couple minutes were wild, as soon as he pulled out the machete for the first time, shit got extra wild. When he just starts cutting dudes' heads off and shit like that. And I was like, yep, this is what I signed up for. This is what I was thinking uh, was going to happen. The deaths were definitely intentionally stylized like Grindhouse. Obviously, it's a Grindhouse film. But I, I found it creative how he kept continuously killing people with helicopters. <laughs> yeah, he does the, does the fucking guts in there at the first oh, time. Yes, he cuts open a man's stomach, rips out his intestines. Uh, while the intestines are intact and kind of still in his abdomen, throws a line of intestine out to the helicopter, which then catches the intestine, spins him up, brings him up to the lake, and just 
chops chops him up. Yeah, chops him up like mincemeat. And then he takes that same helicopter down later by shooting a harpoon gun, strapping that to a guy, and that goes up, and he spins up in the blades, and the helicopter blows up. There are at least three helicopter deaths by blade. Well, then he just kind of fucking straps onto the helicopter blade or whatever with the thing, and yeah, goes around, cuts off everybody's head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good, too. Yeah, it was it, well, very grindhouse, but also very creative and executed well. They were definitely intentionally overly gory deaths that were creative and executed well. Take it to the bank. That's my that is my official. Like if I was going to be a a movie reviewer, that'd be like my quote. That would be the that one. That would be my snippet. That would be the one, huh? Yeah, that's not a bad one to have. <laughs> the deaths were creative and good. Speaking of creative and good, whenever he goes to have sex with Amber Heard and it's like, put on your 3D glasses, put on your 3D glasses. That was funny. I I got a big kick out of that one. I was mad that. And I'm sure, well, I, I can't I guess I can't really be mad. I'm sure Amber Heard was like, hey, I don't really want to, you know, fuck Danny Trejo, even like just in, you know, a simulatory way. Is simulatory a word? Did I just make that up? Uh, it sounds like a word. Anyway, she's like, we'll I don't, don't want to have simulated sex with Danny Trejo, so let's just, can we just kick this to like some sort of strange effect where it looks like we can be doing anything, but we're, it's inferred oh, that we're fucking. I don't think it was that. I think she would have done it if it came down to it. It's not like she's actually fucking him. And she she married Johnny Depp, so you know. Yeah, well, I are not sure what your point <laughs> don't is. Don't think there. too don't think too hard into it. Okay. Uh, I did write. Fuck it, we should make old Tiger Blood president. I mean, at this stage, why not? Nah, we we've tried this. It's it's no. <laughs> president Rathcock. Uh, maybe if he changed his name to that, that'd be fine. Uh, my next note was Peso Pussy Tuesday. Ah, uh, glad you brought that up. I was a big fan. I said, Sofia Vergara comes in really hot with Peso Pussy Tuesday pep talk. Keep those legs spread and your snatch well-oiled because you aren't walking any straight lines tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh... Oh, one more thing. Also, Sofia Vergara chewed her own dad's balls off, and she said there were pieces of his testicles left in her braces the next day. Oh, my God. She's a man-eater, man. I know. I know. I get... I understand, like, she's a man-eater... In a literal context, she ate her own dad's testicles. That is fucking gnarly, dude. That is. I mean, uh, given what she was saying, he was sexually harassing her. Or se- not harassing, sorry, sexually assaulting her. And so, I mean, I get it. But, I mean, hey, man, is there not a knife around in the house? Like, do you have to do it with your teeth? I mean, I guess you got to use what you got. It's grindhouse. It's grindhouse. You don't actually see it happen, so that's fine. Mm. True. I, I I think she paints the picture pretty vividly, though. I don't think we need a scene. Like, uh, no one wants to watch Sofia Vergara eat balls either. By the way, that's just not something <laughs> someone wants to see. No, yeah. Well, not not in the literal sense, anyway. Uh, then I wrote Walton Goggins shout out. Oh shit! No, he's Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, and now he's Lady Gaga. That was. Uh, I went through quite the a bit of emotions there with my notes with Walton Goggins' uh, La Chameleon character. Yeah, but you do notice that Walton Goggins' voice stays uh, consistent through. Like, even when, well, their voice changes at some point, but you hear. I did notice that, yeah. That even when it's Lady Gaga or Cuba, it's like Walton's voice would still come out. So I think Walton was the original dude. Like, I think that was La Chameleon. Yeah. And shout out to the way he died whenever he's as uh, Antonio Banderas and he comes out of the tunnel. He's like, no, listen, do I sound Mexican? I'm from Ontario. <laughs> Cuban and Me- no, it says Canadian and Mexican. Double whammy. Double whammy. Just, and I, my next note was, geez, oh man. But there, you know, there were definitely some protect the borders, I guess, undertones about race and immigration in this movie. That, you know, like I think there was some 
I don't know that it was just undertones. I, I, think <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be polite, but yes. I think there is some overtones about it. I don't think there is overtones. Yeah. Um, Last social commentary on Mexican immigration in this movie. Yeah. I, I liked the uh, plot device of, speaking of the co social commentary, just using uh, Mendez as the kind of revolutionary to fight for Mexico, but then having the split personality and how he likes, he's like, oh, I just took my failsafe out and uh, there's a million or $10 million on my head now or whatever. So everyone's going to be coming after us. So I thought that was a good way to, you know, get Machete to constantly be under fire in the movie to be like, well, you're trying to protect this dude that's got a hit on it. Again, you it's know? not for, it's maybe for 15 minutes of the movie. It's not for, well, very I thought long. it was, yeah, I wrote it down when I thought it was going to be the entire movie. But then, yeah, Mendez gets his fucking head chopped off. Pretty soon thereafter. Yeah, and also, that's why I thought this movie was an amalgamation of a bunch of different movies. Um, it's like, this movie at times felt like Speed meets Mad Max, Mad Max meets Sin City meets, um, oh, what the fuck was that? Oh, shit. I just had and I lost it. But, but also with a twist of sci-fi, because obviously there's they end up going to space, yeah. and Mel Gibson... Uh, I guess, if, from what I understand, allegedly somehow obtains the ability to see in the future and then can also make weaponry from the future. Yeah, so what was up with that? I, <sighs> I didn't catch, like, I, I watched him talk the whole time, and I wasn't on my phone, really. But even at the end, I was like, I, I don't think I got that. He's got deja vu that has been lasting for two years. The or exposition about this isn't great. He refers to it as the incident. There is an incident that happens to him that gives him... Uh, the ability to see in the future, which also inherently, I guess, gives him the ability to make things from the future, and which is why he knows the world is going to end, which is why he's building this rocket and all this weaponry so he can have a... And he's cloning people so he can go into space, live on a space station, and have his own army. It's... All right. It's wild. Yeah, and he ends up being the, the man in the silver mask, which I thought was a funny joke at the beginning. When they're like, Leonardo DiCaprio as the man in the silver mask. Actor subject to change, because yeah. they just clearly didn't have an actor yet, and it's like, oh, it's Mel Gibson. Yeah, ended up being Mel Gibson. That was funny. Yeah, that that, I, that was really fucking funny. Um, what else do you have? Uh, well, Mel Gibson in his science future, I said that uh, molecular gun was five-shadowed in your face that it was going to come back around, but it's not fucking around. Like, I... I Appreciate it does turn shit inside out. No, because I have my second note is does the man, a Lucha Libre mask, have some sort of a laser pistol from the future? And hey, spoiler alert, Rob, yes, he in fact does have a laser pistol from the future. Yeah, that he blasted her fucking head off with. And you know, I it took me longer than I'd like to admit to figure out that that was Mel Gibson. I had kind of forgot about it a little bit. His but voice doesn't sound anything like Mel Gibson. Like it probably wasn't when they initially yeah. shot it. Yeah, I'm sorry you had to see that. But yeah, uh, so it ends up being Mel Gibson, I guess, that killed her the whole time. But So now that we're at the beginning, I have one thing to say. The racist sheriff who ends up arresting Machete, uh, mm -hmm. he's not a very creative racist. He just calls him Taco. Calls him Taco? Like, it? there are so many more creative racist epithets you could have used for a Hispanic person, but he's just like, I'm going to call you Taco. Yeah, we shouldn't go through all the more creative ones. But There's he... that, What are your top five? <laughs> I'm not touching that one. But he also does call him, he calls him Taco, and then he calls him Fried Pedros a couple times. Fried Pedros? Yeah. Which I don't is remember just that. Fucking stupid. I don't even get the, I don't understand the reference. I don't either. It's just really bad fucking lazy racism, I think. Got uh, some Fried Pedros coming down. It was like, oh, that's bad. And I think this was also intentional and part of the social commentary on Mexican immigration into the United States. But incentivizing Machete with a green card feels racist in a way I really can't articulate. 
uh, where yeah. it's just like, oh, I'll give you $5 million. It's like, not interesting. It's like, I'll give you citizenship. Yeah. I'll just, I just stamp this bad motherfucker down. Oh, oh, money doesn't intense. You're not interested in money? Here's citizenship. You can come in with the green card. It's like, Jesus, man. It's, I mean, and I'm sure it was intentional. I think that was Robert Rodriguez's. Rodriguez's? Yeah. I think yeah. that was his intention in the writing. But, I mean, funny. Kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I also find Amber Heard's accent, while accurate, cringeworthy, because I think she's supposed to be a Hispanic character in this film. Amber Heard? Yeah, I'm not kidding. She has the last name of, like, Mendez or, or Perez or something, and every time she speaks Spanish, she does it with a real... She tries to put on the thick Spanish, authentic accent, and normally I'm like, oh, good for you. That's a great accent, but when I see Amber Heard, when she's just uh, fucking pale white, blonde hair, like... I said, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? Just just say it like the way you would say it, because now it's making me cringe. I don't know. I didn't notice it as much, but. Well, maybe if you weren't so goddamn high, Cannabis Cannon. Yeah, that could be it. That's, I mean, that's well said. Yeah, so we talked about how the movie is way ahead of, uh, ahead of its time with the wall business. Um... Oh, yeah. I thought Amber Heard's, um, what's her motivation in this movie? I, I don't know. Because from what the plot would tell me is that she let, she gave, okay, so she let, she, Amber Heard's going to let Nostradamus Riggs launch nuclear weapons all over the world so she can be Miss Texas? Yeah, I guess, I yeah, I, I don't really know what her point was. Uh, except for just to be a plot device to try to foil them at the end when she makes her turn. Yeah, it's just like, oh, he can see the future, and he made me Miss Texas, so I'm like, what? So she's a pageant queen before she's like a CIA operative or whatever organization she works for? Yeah, I don't know. The Maybe that's what she really wanted to be. It was just a pageant queen. Uh, she didn't ever. She didn't want to work with the lawyers and the politicians. Now, there's some pretty bad dialogue between Amber Heard and Michelle Rodriguez in that scene where they're fighting each other for the first time. Mm-hmm. She was, I knew I smelled bitch in the air. The only bitch you're gonna have to worry about is payback. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's. Did not- anyone tell you not to wear a dress to a gunfight? Uh, do you think a tiara, a diamond tiara, could really stab a bitch like that? Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I was wondering because it's like a diamond thing. Those are fucking like sharp ass things, you know. Yeah, I do actually. I do think you could. I'm not a physics guy. I don't, you know, but I think thrust That's enough force and shit th- like thrust that. Thrust times velocity divided by diamonds equals yes. Yeah, and now that we're kind of towards the end, uh, I have a note just right before that fight when it's uh, Mel Gibson gets his face burned off, and uh, yeah. I said his performance was well done. Oh, I didn't know which one was coming. I didn't know which one was coming. I'll take it. I'll oh, take I, it. I liked it. Because <laughs> he gets all crispy. His voice got all super fucking weird at the end of this movie, too. Yeah, well, kind of like uh, South Park. Yeah, he looked like <laughs> Dr. Doom. He did. He definitely did he look like looks a lot like Dr. Like Dr. Doom. Doom from the Fantastic Four, if you're all familiar with that. Well, I mean, I don't have anything else. I think I got everything out. I, I got I got one more thing. Uh well, we already kind of said fucking Elon Musk, so that was my last note. But the last he sneaks in at the end. He does sneak in, and it actually when they said SpaceX, SpaceX, I was like, shit, that's Elon Musk's thing. It is. And then Elon Musk was there. I was like, oh fuck. 
And I halfway thought he was going to end up being Walton Goggins anyway. I was like, oh, shit, he's going to try to kill Machete there. You didn't think he act, like Walton Goggins actually died in that scene before? I, I did believe it at the time. He gets pretty fucking murdered, it looks like. But then I was going to be Shot like, quite a few times. Yeah, well, I wasn't expecting Elon Musk to be in the movie. So it's like, it's got to be a fucking, it's got to be an assassin. But uh, Dude, Elon Musk should start his own cologne line and call it Musk by Elon. Musk by Elon's Musk. Elon's Musk. <laughs> Musk by Elon. Uh, I don't know if I'd wear that. I'd uh, drive a Tesla, though. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, if anyone wants to buy me a car for Christmas. Uh, but did you notice that Machete goes full Johnny Knoxville on the rocket? He pretty much just without saying, hey, I'm Machete. Welcome to Jackass. Johnny Knoxville gets strapped to a rocket like that and flies. Oh, it yeah. Off like, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. He, he flies. Uh, Johnny Knoxville does that exact stuff. Hi, and I'm Machete. Welcome to SpaceX launch. Yeah. Well, no, it's uh, on the nuclear rocket. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. grabs onto that, and it kind of skips across the water there. But, yeah. Overall, movie a little long. Some shit could have been cut. It's a fun ride, I guess, you know. Yeah, I don't think I w- I'd recommend it. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch the first one and this one back to back, especially in the on, pan- a, on a snow day or something. In the something. pandemic, if you have Netflix and you're, yeah, dude, do it. It's not, yeah. it's worth a watch for sure. It's a movie for guys who like movies. No, I think it's a movie uh, for guys who like parodies as well and homage and, uh, yeah, well, there's just like a lot of over the top action. B movies. A lot of over yeah. the top deaths. There's some B movie parody and homage to the old grindhouse from back in the 70s. So, yeah, it's, it's from movies who, uh, it's, it's, yeah, but, I don't know. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's a it's movie. A movie. It, it's a movie. It's for, it's for someone. It's on Netflix. It's Everybody on Netflix. has fucking Netflix these days, so no excuse not to watch this one. All right, so moving on. Do you know what time it is? It's time for Tipsy Trivia. I'll never get that right. A little early. little early. Smidge early. About one second. This is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from the film we are reviewing. If Keenan gets less than three right, he has to shotgun, and I don't. If he gets more than three, I have to shotgun, and he doesn't. But inevitably, we will all end up shotgunning. Number one. Numer eins. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Usually you do it, so I, was, I, I wait. But uh, Number one, true or false, <laughs> this is the first time Mel Gibson has ever played the lead antagonist in a feature film. Oh, 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 I'll say true. It is true. All right. And I think it makes sense. I think that contributed to why they cast him, because he, in fact, was viewed as a villain in Hollywood at this point. Absolutely. So if he's he's always been more of a a protagonist throughout his career, a leading man. And ever since he went on that anti-Semitic, I deserve to be blown before I get in the hot tub rampage. Yeah, yeah, everyone thought he was a piece of shit. So make him a villain. It's, it's a good casting, honestly, for his first movie back. And he was a good villain. I felt like he, you know. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. In his older age, he he looks more villainous, almost. You know, the older he gets, the more I'm like, oh yeah, that guy's a fucking. I could see it for sure. Yeah, and I I I don't really like Mel Gibson, but I'll see him in some movies. I don't really like Tom Cruise either, but I like Tom Cruise's movies. Yeah, so. I don't know Tom Cruise or Mel Gibson as as people. Um, I, I can divorce myself from who I think they are or might be and just enjoy them as entertainers. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying go listen to Bill Cosby records and being like, oh, he's a rapist. This is not a big deal. I like his... Don't do that. But, like, you know, it's it, 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 to a certain extent with people in the entertainment industry, you have to divorce yourself from their politics and from their personal lives and from their personal problems. Um, 
Not to the extent of Bill Cosby, though. Don't listen to Bill Cosby records. If you Don't get, watch the Cosby show. If you get offered a hot Cosby, say no. Always. Yeah. Unless you're into that. Turns out it's not a delicious Christmas drink. No, it's not. Number two, over under 30 days. How long was the shoot for this film? Gotta be under. 29 days. All right. Yeah. Why do you say gotta be under? Well, just 30 days, I feel like, in $20 million. I don't know. I just feel like... If you would have set it at 25, I might have taken it over. All right. Okay. And then, all right, so I'm saying I'm saying the handicap you know? is a little better. Uh, true or false, this was <laughs> Lady Gaga's acting debut. Ooh. Another, another tough one. Ooh. I will say true. False. Damn it. Her acting debut was, she was an alien in MIB3 for a scene. Oh, okay. So that was, she's almost an actor. I think this was her second film, though. Okay, I saw a Star Is Born. You know that came out like last year, bro. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying I saw it. Oh, I I haven't. In the shell, shell. I know, I know the song. I mean, everything everyone does. I'm pretty sure for Calvin. Didn't that song chart for a while on like the? Oh yeah, yeah. That's why you remember them at the Oscars. They basically fucked on stage, man. I it was hot. I heard about it, didn't watch it, but now I kind of want to YouTube it now. Oh, you should. It's like, and Bradley Cooper's like wife is sitting in the front row watching it. I mean, it's just like they're basically fucking on stage. It's as much as you can be to that song. Isn't it weird? Like if you're married to a really rich and famous, fuck to that song. I feel like you know from experience. Well, I'm, no, I'm just saying. In the shiz, this isn't a fucking karaoke podcast, Keenan. On the deep end. You know? Yeah. She does go full gaga ga- in it at some point. She's very talented. She's- rom, 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 rom. Yeah. You know? She's a very talented singer. Yeah, she's good. Uh, Give number- me more gaga. Number four. Also, she was very attractive in this movie. She was very attractive Goodness, in this movie. Goodness, yes. Goodness gracious. Uh, number four, who was the original choice to play Miss San Antonio? It was not Amber Heard. You was heard? It, it was not Amber, you heard? With Heard. It was, it was it A, Blake Lively, B, Eva Mendez, C, Michelle Williams, or D, Scarlett Johansson. I stopped listening at Blake Lively because I always confuse those two anyway, so I'm going to go with Blake Lively. You can, I know it doesn't make sense, but I always do. So just to, just to chart this out here, you confuse Blake Lively with, with Amber Heard. With Amber Heard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I have gotten them confused before. The answer was actually uh, Michelle Williams. So, so C. Who's that? Michelle Williams. Uh, Dawson's Creek. Uh, I don't want to wait for my last to be over. The blonde girl, Michelle Williams? I don't know. Was she the one in that HBO show, Girls? No. Uh, okay, think um, that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where he's a fucking crazy guy, but they do that exercise. To, uh, Shutter, Shutter Island. Island. Shutter Island. His wife in Shutter oh, Island. Oh, okay. Michelle Williams. She's in Drive, too, with uh, she's the next door neighbor for Ryan No, Reynolds. that's Carrie. That's a different. Okay. Looks like Michelle Williams, okay. but different. But I know who you're talking about yeah, anyway. Michelle Williams. All right. So she was the original choice. Very, okay. very strange. I don't. I could see why she would pass on this. Is not really her. I could see it too. Kind of film. Yeah, I would have gone if I. It, and this is me playing it. I would have been like, oh, I would have gone with either Blake Lively or Eva Mendez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eva Mendez would have been great. Well, both would have been great. Both would have been fantastic. 
What's that movie with Blake Lively, Savages? I don't like that one that much. I like that movie a lot. It's Oliver Stone movie. I should see it again. I only saw it once, and it was when I lived in Colorado, so I remember being very confused <laughs> by the, what was going on. Yeah, because that, that, that's got uh, Taylor Kitsch and uh, yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson. And they both bang her all the time. Yeah, it's, I think, what the kids today call a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. Or a thruple, if you Wait, will. You, you think Selma Hayek's going to be the bad chick, but it turns out she like helps them in the end or something like that? No, she's the bad guy. Okay, <laughs> I should watch that again. I think you need to rewatch this yeah, one. I was real confused. Does she kind of almost seem like she's going to help him at one point? So they make her a sympathetic bad guy? Does she kind of almost like at some point, like maybe almost seem like most definitely she might help them out at one point or not? If or if not, she's actually the bad guy? You could argue Benicio Del Toro's the bad We should do that movie. Maybe we should do that movie. I'm not saying we do it. Most of most notly, we do it. And then Ray, Ray Liotta, he's a... Uh... That's my Nick Kroll doing uh, Coach Steve from Big Mouth Impression, for the record. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I, I, again, I couldn't watch. I got through three or four episodes. I'm like, ah, it's not for me. Also, it was the voice for Bobby Bottle Service. Let's bounce some I ghosts. I remember Bobby Bottle Service yeah. uh, from his Nick Kroll show. If you ever watch Kroll show, which I did, and I actually liked that show. I'm one of the few people Oh, that I think did. Nick Kroll's very funny. Uh, yeah, so the voices in uh, Big Mouth are just fucking... You can yeah, say, you've I got mean, Mulaney, Kroll. Um, yeah, uh, Jenny Slate. Ron Funches might be in there. I know that uh, Fred Armisen's in there. Fred Armisen's yeah, definitely in there. And so is Will Forte. He's yeah, or uh, so. Will Arnett. Arnett. The guy who plays the the horny monster. The Oh yeah, the the hormone monster. Hormone monster. Maurice. Yes. And uh Larry David's cousin from New York's in it too. He plays uh, John Mulaney's dad. Oh, that's funny. The crazy Uncle Morty type guy. <laughs> anyway. right, number number five. I'm two and two. We got sidetracked. Yeah, this is good. this is gonna be for all the marbles. All the marbles, kid. All the marbles, kid. Oh, he's got smart pack. You're never gonna get your car in there. <laughs> Number five, over under ten. How many films have Danny Trejo and Robert Rodriguez collaborated on together? Ooh, well, fuck. I feel like you listed eight. Over under is at ten. This is a good over under. I know. That's a good set for those. That's why I did it. I'm gonna say under. Close. Over? <laughs> Close. <laughs> uh, there is... Okay, so here's the 11. Two Machetes, Four Spy Kids, Planet Terror, From Dust Till Dawn, El Mariachi, and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Fucking lots of movies, huh? A lot of fucking... A lot of movies, dude. A lot of movies, guy. A lot of movies, guy. Mostly, most notly, definitely a lot of movies. Drinking Buddies. buddies. Portion of the podcast where we choose a character from the film that we would get irresponsibly... Shit face, shivo, drunk, fucked up with, on booze, no illegal drugs. Mostly uh, or most not legal. Maybe some illegal drugs. Depending on what you bring. I gotta yeah. stop doing the fucking voice. Maybe some illicit drugs. Um, who's your drinking buddy in this film? Uh, despite all the shit we talked, I'm gonna go with Amber You Heard with Bird. See, I was gonna go with Amber You Heard as well, but I will shift mine over to... Am I going to go Alex Vega? Oh, a little think, henchwoman. I think Hunt, hang out at the cat house. Yeah, That's dude. That's not a bad As idea. long as she's wearing the massless chaps, bro. I'm there. <laughs> it sounded, I think you said the massless chaps, but I heard the maskless chaps. <laughs> it was like, I don't know. Well, they're maskless in the back. That's true. They don't mask much. They don't mask. They don't, yeah, those yeah. are chaps. They're not supposed to. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Alexa Vega or... Sophie, there's no good guy to hang out with in this movie. Not, I mean, Machete. No, machete wouldn't man. be fun to hang no, out with. No, he's kind of a, 
I guess maybe President Rathcock. Yeah, Rathcock could <laughs> he, be funny. He He's sleeping fun. with three bras all the time. But again, that it was, was funny. I just, thought that it, was it, funny. It was, it, was, it, was, it was a joke. It was a good joke. That was good. But it, it, I guess in this movie, unfortunately, my drinking buddy's going to come down to who uh, getting laid. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't happen every movie, but it did happen this movie. It doesn't happen. Go back. Listen, we make fun of each other anytime it does happen, but it doesn't happen every movie. But it is going to happen in this movie. All right, movie. so now let's rank everyone's tits. All right. So. <laughs> you know what? Gaga, number one, maybe. Okay, I'm in. I'm you on know? board. I'm here for it, Keenan. Number one and number two, if you know what I mean. Uh, in the <laughs> this podcast just reached the shallow. Well, I didn't just just reach the shallow. No, so we got a new a rule here. So every time Keenan starts drinking or starts singing that song from, uh, uh, what's that movie called? Uh... A Star is Born. Yeah, every time he starts singing the song from A Star is Born, drink. Or anytime he impersonates Nick Kroll, drink. So mostly, most notly, you got to drink. Like, as if and if not, I sing the song in the shallow. So yeah. that's two drinks. No, that's, that, no, that's finish your fucking drink yeah, right there. Yeah, you got to yeah. do it. Mostly, most notly. All right, that's time for the Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> Over Under portion of the podcast where we give, give, give you, I said, over-unders for Rotten Tomatoes, and Keenan guesses them. Yep. The critics, I will set... And over under at twenty eight percent. Ooh, I would. Hope you also have to drink every time Keenan goes. Oh, <laughs> you, you've done that a lot this podcast. Well, you're saying a lot of titillating things, you know. Uh, I would hope that the critics know, you know, uh, what they were going for here. So I'm gonna say over, and I'm gonna guess. 32%. Isn't over. That's correct. But 29%. Okay. Just barely over, but I'll take mostly, I'll take the over. I'm going to say the critics were a little tough on this one. I would think so. A little tough. I think it's it's more than that. Like, we'll get to my real best ranking. Audience, <laughs> I will set it at 36%. Uh, I'm going to hope the audience, like I said with the critics, I'm going to hope they knew, you know, mostly, most notly, what they were going in for. So I'm going to go over and I'm going to guess 38%. Unfortunately, it's an under 35%. Son of a whore. IMDb was a. I've, based on that, I'm going to get. Well, no, because IMDb. I'll say 5.6. It is 5.6. Is it really? Exactly. On and the that's, nose. that's what I would rank it. I would give it a 6.2. 6.2? Give it a 6.2. Yeah. I appreciate I appreciate the, the what Robert was going for with the homage to the Grindhouse um, film style. And just overall, it did. You know this. Well, if you know what you're getting into, it's it's pretty good. He does a good job. But he, so I guess this is why I do kind of have to knock it a little bit. Is I did know what I was getting into, but even with that, I was still kind of bored with it. I think it was a little too long. It's too the, long. You know? That's the main. That's yeah. the main criticism. It's too long, and I agree with you. There were um, definitely times where I'm like, I I was a little bored. Yeah, I I just at. If it was 90 minutes long, that you know what? For as quick as they fucking killed uh, Demian Bersher or whatever, Mendez, they could have cut that whole fucking thing out. It wasn't needed at all. I agree. Yeah. Him trying to protect him and all that stuff. While the wall shit was cool and like that armored car. And they carried a, a heart around for Yeah, for forever. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, and it turns out he just doesn't matter. They could have just had that heart been strapped on he gets killed right at the beginning cut out 15 minutes boom yeah I, I think you're right unfortunately while i think he's one of the more compelling characters in the movie it's just if you're gonna cut one thing out it's 
gonna be that. Like yeah. you're the one you're not cutting out Sofia Vergara's character or her titty machine guns. Like that's it's it's kind of how I feel about uh, and they're they're not exactly the same, but they're kind of the same style. But with Kingsman two, which was like two and a half hours too long. long. If that was like two hours long or an hour and forty five, that would have been really good. But they just tried getting too many bad guys and this and is that. It, and isn't Channing like, Tatum in that one too? He is briefly, but he's in it. Channing Tatum and Samuel L. Waxon Jackson. Yeah, I think Samuel L. Jackson's in both of them. I think he's in every. No, he's not in the first one. It's, I think he's the bad guy in the first one. I thought he was the bad guy in the second one. No, the bad guy in the second one is uh, Julianne Moore. And uh, you're right. I'm thinking that Sam must be the first one. Yeah, Julianne Moore. Well, apparently they're they're um, spawning a whole universe of. The uh, the Kingsman. The Kingsman. They're gonna, I'm fine with that. There's going to be a ton more movies. I liked the first one a lot. Colin Firth is dope, bro. Yeah, Colin Firth is dope. Uh, that Whatever that dude is that plays Eggsy, he's good. Oh, wait. Who, they're talking about the bald guy? No, the main the main guy. The, oh, uh, Taron Edgerton? Yeah. Or, is yeah, that his I name? I like Taron Edgerton. I think that's his name. That's his name for sure. Yeah. and Well, no, I like the Mark. Fuck. The, the, oh, yeah. Uh, he's fucking awesome. Mark Strong or whatever. Dude, he's the best. Yeah, he's really good. He's so good. Well, he was in Grimsby. I know. The bros is Grimsby. Oh, I think I just had a Grimsby breakfast. I think a Grimsby breakfast. You know what? I might go back and watch that movie again. I, I'll tell you what, Keenan. It, it's, uh, we're on the record, so I guess it's not between you and me. It's between you and me and whoever watches this. And half of Romania. I watch that movie fairly regularly. Do you really? It's very funny. <laughs> I haven't seen it since we did the pod, but it's I, one of those I think movies. I might watch it again. You know how you have those movies you watch where they get they get uh, better. Yeah, funnier the more watch? you watch it. Yeah. It's one of those. Oh, my Bobby brother. Oh, me Bobby brother. Yeah. You know what? I might go home and oh, watch that movie Oh, it's me Bobby later. brother. <laughs> that is a funny fucking movie. The Grimsby Breakfast. And you know who's really funny in that is that, uh, fuck, what's her name? Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Rebel Wilson's great. She's so funny in that. So nasty, though. So nasty. But that's uh, why, she, I mean. I know, it's why she's funny. She, she, she pulls off the Melissa McCarthy kind of, because I don't like Melissa McCarthy and Bridesmaids, say, because she's just profane because she's fat. And it's like, look at me, I'm fat, and I'm going to be profane, and that's the joke. Yeah. But something about Rebel Wilson, when she does that kind of stuff, she's just called Fat Amy in a movie, but it kind of works. The one Pitch Perfect I saw, I thought was funny. Well, she's not fat anymore. I think it was she, Pitch Perfect. Three. She's lost like 45 pounds. I saw a picture of her the other yeah, day. She's yeah, looking, she's looking she's good. looking very good, dude. Yeah. Good for her. She's, she's like big. Australian or something, right? She is Australian. Yeah. 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 Rebel. Australian. I watched a movie with her and Tina Fey, The Hustle. Not that good. Wait, I've heard of this movie, The Hustle. Yeah, it was. It started on like HBO or Showtime like right as I was turning on TV, and I was like, I'll watch this. And uh, Tina Fey, the- not that good. They're like they're they're con artists kind of, and uh, this dude kind of comes up with a, or he's like a tech guy that they're trying to scam, but turns out he's a con artist too. And I don't know trying to hustle. Tina Fey is that bankable of an actress, actor, whatever. Edward, no, 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 shit, not Tina Fey, not Tina Fey. Uh, fuck, what's her name? Uh, the one that everybody hates from Dark Knight Rises. Uh, fuck, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Anne Hathaway, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, it's Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson. Oh, that's okay. That's uh, the, yeah, yeah, the Girl Scout cookie thing. No, no. Now, now I'm thinking of McCarthy again. I don't know, but Anne Hathaway tries to do an accident, and she's just real bad in it. Well, no, she had to apologize for uh, to the the people missing limbs community because of the her new her new movie about witches. She's missing an arm, and I guess I don't know, man. I don't know enough to be like super emphatic about what happened, but I know like people who. Were missing limbs were pissed off that she was portraying someone missing limbs and it, I don't know it was it's very strange. Okay, well I'm I'm gonna pull the young thug on it and say I'm gonna leave that to yeah. lawyers and politicians. It's uh, well because it goes back. I think it, I think 
I don't don't quote me on this. Could be completely wrong, but I think it had to do with like the fact that that they are framing because she's a villain in this movie. She's a witch and she's a villain, but they're use so they're saying like they're making missing a limb regularly associated with someone who's like a bad character with like a witch. Yeah. Oh man. So it's like, oh, now people are gonna think people without limbs are witches. It's like, bro, I give give people a little more credit. Yeah, I mean, I don't like to give people credit, but I'll give them a little bit more credit. This than is that. this goes back to like when the like deaf people are like, well, we don't want deafness to go away. We'll lose deaf culture. I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah, I'd rather hear. You know what? I want deaf culture to end, not deaf culture, but deafness to end. Yeah, like so no, that way you can hear our podcast I, and I, wish that you were deaf. Yeah, yet. I've got nothing against deaf culture. I just like I would prefer my kid not to be. I mean, it's it's it, it sucks. Like it's nothing you can do about it. But that's like a disability, man. Like I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't. If my if one of my family members or my kids has a disability, that's great. But would I prefer they don't? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just the, that that we want to preserve deaf culture arguments very strange. But hey, if the spokesperson had come out and said we want to preserve deafness so that way we don't have to listen to fucking real puss takes, I would get it. Yeah, you no. Know? Then I'd be like, oh, I get that. All right, right. That I, I understand. That's fine. Preserve deaf culture. And on that note, um, <laughs> now that Keenan's admitted he hates deaf people, we'll go ahead and end the episode. Thank uh, you know preserve it. Pre- preservatives. Jam. Uh, thank you again for listening to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. We are the Real Buzz crew. Keenan, take us out. You know what the difference between jelly and jam is? I can't jelly my dick down your throat. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Peso pussy night. Oh, thank you.